show. You got a marvelous vibe, and I know it starts from inside. So fill your heart with pride and let your light shine brightly. You'll learn hide. You're a work of art, unforgettable and off the charts. Welcome to a podcast dedicated to your mental health. I'm Bailey with the Recording Library of West Texas. Hi, I'm Christy Edwards. I'm the Executive Director and a Therapist at Centers for Children and Families. Hi, I'm Melanie Size. I'm the Marketing and Development Director at Centers for Children and Families. Together, we're bringing you tips and tricks on how to navigate this thing called life. This is Center Solutions. Due to the nature of some of the topics that are discussed, listener discretion is advised. So, Melanie, what are you in the process of doing right now? Uh, Right now, I am about to pop a cork of champagne. Let's do it. That is on your leg. That's all I'm glad I brought. Um, for the audio description, that is um, overflow. <laughs> that is a lovely sound. I it is. In the towel, there's, so that's great. We are, is it? There's, no, there's another towel in that bag if you need it. Oh. already back. <laughs> so we are celebrating our one-year anniversary of Center Solutions. Yay. So excited. And, this is our first um, time back in the studio for a while. We are definitely social distancing, but we are going to have a, a little champagne to celebrate and to mark this uh, momentous time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to take a moment to go over the, uh, our little year in review and then uh, talk about the joys that we found during quarantine for a COVID edition. And a friend of mine that you all know well, uh, Kathleen Haney from uh, Senior Life sent me something and I said, I've, I've got to bring this up because it's just so perfect. 2020 feels a little like getting stuck halfway through putting on a sports bra after not fully drying off from a shower. And now I'm just waiting for Jesus to come and cut me out of this thing. I love <laughs> I it. Like, yeah. We've all been there, right? <laughs> I'm like, that's really funny because I've, I mean, I've done that and it's frustrating, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I feel that right now. So Jesus, come help. Yes. It's, so, been, it's been quite a year, that's for sure. We, I, I, I never thought that we'd be in the middle of a pandemic doing our year-end review, but slowly coming out of it. Um, we've done over 30 episodes where we've had people from within the community come on our show uh, to talk about the mental health side of their mission. So that that's pretty amazing work, you guys. I think so. And I agree, because whenever Melanie first started, you know, saying, this is what I'd like for this to look like, and she kept saying, there's a mental health health aspect to everything, and so, that everything ever, a nonprofit does. And as we started along, I'm like, she's so right. So I think we've proven it 30 times, right? That's right. And we still have a long list of future guests that um, still fit, you know, kind of what we're trying to do. Exactly. So. I, I think you can find the mental health connection in just about anything, and, and that's the point of our, our podcast. And I think we've done a, a great job. Even if we've just reached one person and changed their life or given them some tools to put in their mental health toolbox, I think that has all been worth it. It's been great, and we actually started during uh, Mental Health Awareness Month, mm-hmm. May, which is where we're at now, so mm-hmm. that w- that makes it even more special. Um, I think... We need to do a little clink of the glasses. Yeah, the bottom clink. So we're, you know. So cheers, ladies. Cheers. cheers. 
And cheers to our cheers to our listeners. listeners. Thank you. Thank you for for joining us on this journey. Uh, before we get started on the the quarantine, coming out of quarantine, let's do a, a little quick review of some of our previous year. Um, I think starting with the most listened to episode, mm-hmm. which was um, addiction from a mother's perspective with uh, my friend Kim Collier, mm-hmm. that was a very compelling episode mm-hmm. if you haven't had an opportunity to listen. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, it was hard for us to keep some dry eyes in here. Mm-hmm. It's tough. I, I really just appreciated Kim's honesty and just how open she was about that conversation. I think that she helped a lot of people with that episode. Oh, well, I agree. Such powerful words. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for people who suspect their, their child might be going through something like that, do you know if she was able to share all the kind of the warning signs or how there were none that they picked up on, but after they knew, um, they were never really fooled again. And, and then it was just a battle mm-hmm. to try to save their child's life. Yes, and we've talked about um, bringing her back mm-hmm. to get into a little bit... Uh, a little bit more in depth of she shared her story, but she's definitely got a little bit of a handbook on how to how to go through some of yes. those things if you do have suspicions. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that would be very valuable. Um, the fact that she's able to share um, it's it's so important because it's such a private thing mm-hmm. for so many people. I think the stigma, and we talk about getting rid of the stigma and mental health and mm-hmm. all. Yeah, the stigma know. of therapy. With mm-hmm. Stephanie Moses, we had her on for that episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing about Kim, too, I think that she would be willing to maybe answer some of your questions on the, sh- on the episode. Right. So if you guys want to message us on Facebook, Instagram, send us an, e- an email, whatever you need to do to, to ask Kim some questions about how to deal with overdose when it's a loved one. And I think she, we're going to, she is never going to pretty that up. She is going to tell right. you flat out what it is and, right. you know, what it feels like and what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And she has shown us how you can, you can really love your child and honor their memory and still be honest, right. which yes. I highly respect. And she's just one of, I have known Kim for so long and she's one of the most wonderful people I've ever known. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, That was definitely one of my favorites. So, Bailey, you want to share some of your favorites? Yeah, and I think that this came in right at number two, as most listened to, was the sex trafficking episode with Lisa Bounds Mm -hmm. from Reflection Ministry. Yes. Yeah, that um, she just has such good information uh, and brings so much awareness to sex trafficking in the Permian Basin. Which is another taboo subject. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And and they just opened that beautiful... um, uh, village. Yes. Mm-hmm. So th- they're really doing great things, and we, maybe we can have her back also to just do a follow up and see where they're at now. So they're really doing a lot of of important things in the community. Right. And Centers is happy to be a collaborator with them. That we are providing therapy. Oh, cool. Um, for uh, the ladies out there, and so and I know Lisa's reached out to other people. She just wants to make sure that the ladies that are out there are fully supported. Yeah. So I know yeah. there's art therapy, there's um, and cooking classes, there's you know the uh, mental th- mental health therapy going on. So that's it's great. That's awesome. So yeah. um, just kind of going off of that, it's really opened the door to a lot of new relationships too. I'm happy that. When it comes to our mission, to our our listeners who are visually impaired, 
bringing more awareness to them and offering them a way to access information through audio. That's that's I'm happy to represent the visually impaired and those mm-hmm. uh, those with an impairment who can't read the printed word. I'm very happy to be a part of this uh, project for a whole year now and and moving forward. I'm I'm excited to represent that community. We, I mean, we've all what we do is a collaboration, mm-hmm. but we've collaborated with so many different yes. organizations, which has been great. It's mm-hmm. We always learn something, and we hope that people learn a lot from what we're doing. Um, but also, I mean, some like with reflection, we will have future collaborations based on right. Right. some of these conversations mm-hmm. that we have. Same with senior life. I mean, mm-hmm. we've got a lot of really great things in the works, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's all good stuff. So, what are your favorites? Um, I I really did like the mindfulness episode yeah. with Jennifer Whitehead. Mm-hmm. I think that was just something good to you can replay and listen to that mindful practice that she actually did on our show in the studio. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then some of my other favorite ones. Um, well, I, I don't know if I would say it's actually you know the topic was was touchy. It's whenever we covered the shooting that was in Odessa. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was uh, really great information that you provided, particularly Christy, about that. Just oh, to yeah. help. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. What about you, Melanie? What's your favorite ones? Um, of course, I loved Kim's episode. That that just was so dear to my heart. But I really liked our almost therapy New Year's intentions. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what this year was going to be like. <laughs> yeah, so true. you know our intentions were a lot better than the yeah. reality. Yeah, but sure. I think that was a, a really great way to kick off the new year. Mm-hmm. And we had, I mean, if you go back and look at it, especially now that we're beginning to roll out into some semblance of normalcy or at least, you know, interaction. I think it's a good one to go back and look at and pretend like the new year's starting again Mm -hmm. because we kind of skipped out on a a lot of stuff. Yeah, and that's the episode where Christy um, teaches us how to unstuck yourself. Yes, that's right. (laughs) And that was a fun one. I enjoyed that. And then I love the Sibley Center that we Oh, yes, that was one of my favorites. So we're going to do more of those. Uh, Mm -hmm. The audio description, which I learned from Bailey, we learned how to had a, and it's so interesting how it coincides with uh, the grounding exercise that mm-hmm. we learned from Christy because it's all kind of the same. You you go in and you look at everything around you and you take in all of uh, the things that affect your senses and it it takes you out of uh, the bigger picture into a moment of now mm-hmm. in the present, mm-hmm. right? And it's exactly. anti anxiety mm-hmm. treatment. So mm-hmm. and it's it. What a great collaboration and mix of, of all the good things. So we're going to do a little bit more of that. Bailey and I are going to do a ride-along with uh, Meals on Wheels. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and if you if you guys out there listening think of something cool that um, you would like for us to do an audio description on, we would love to come out and do an episode. So we're going to try to do some more hands-on, interactive-type episodes, too. Just quickly, audio description is where we come out and we describe it without kind of using our eyes because it's catered to the visually impaired community. So we're going to talk more about using our, our sense of smell, our sense of hearing, touch, things like that. So it, it's just a way for uh, those with an impairment to be involved with what we're doing. So, Christy, what's your favorite? Okay, so y'all have hit on some of mine, but, but okay, so the therapist in me says uh, the episode, the lost episode that we did with Buckner, mm-hmm. oh, right, no. mm-hmm. in which, um, you know, there was another therapist in the studio, and we were talking about, um, you know, the, the trauma treatments that were, you know, the most up-to-date, and I really felt like everything kicked in for me as a therapist instead of just, you know, like, 
in general speaking, it was um, it was really good. So I hate that that one. Uh, so that means we need to, we, we we'll will nev- definitely that. need to bring them that back. Yes, yeah. that was very technique involved mm-hmm. and very interesting, Just, especially yeah. if you have. Um, if you are a foster family or know mm-hmm. a foster family, a lot of great information. Or just those techniques can be used for anyone. Absolutely. Yes. I wish I had had those techniques earlier on because mm-hmm. I think very helpful it for helps. parents. Uh, yeah, so much. That was with Buckner, and, and we'll definitely have them back on. Unfortunately, we lost their episode um, before coronavirus, uh, the recording library was hit with a terrible ransomware virus. Um, that unfortunately we lost that last episode with Buckner, so we're going to have them back. It, we kind of have a joke in the office right now. You know how they say, uh, you know, zero days without an accident uh, in the safety department. Yes, yes. So we have zero days without virus right now. So it's just kind of a joke in the office here. But we'll definitely have Buckner back on. Um, yes, a I little think teaser. Yeah, and, and that's great because moving forward out of kind of when we're trying to get back to some normalcy, those are some good uh, tips that they have moving forward. So we'll have them back on for sure. Well, you know, and then we just had some really dynamic people like Libby Campbell came on to talk about what happens, you know, with the West Texas Food Bank Mm -hmm. and all the great programs that they have. And Maya, yeah. Yeah, and Maya uh, with with Breaking Breaking Bread. Bread. Yes, Yes, all of those things, you know, and so you're, you're being able to see the support that goes out such a huge network of taking care of people, um, you know, that don't have enough to eat or mm-hmm. um, kiddos in school whenever they're, you know, not in school, how they're being taken care of. So those are some of my favorites. That's the social services kind of. Of course, Summer Merritt, that was excellent. Oh, yes. I mean, she was uh, amazing. And mm-hmm. uh, the fact that we're able to provide some free sessions to our healthcare mm-hmm. workers and um First responders that are uh, handling COVID right now is really important, and that was a great episode. But um, some of some of the people from the past we might revisit. Of course, this is our COVID edition, and I almost feel like it is COVID, but I, it's more. We have a crisis in our area that has a lot to do with the economy and the oil prices, and so we're a little bit unique, and I feel like we're sort of a family in this situation together, and we have such a great um, just supportive community supporting our nonprofits and you know our people and each other so um, that's the great thing I think it's good to know that we have uh, a, that in the Permian mm-hmm. Basin mm-hmm. I think that's a rarity for sure um, so now we can get started on the joy we found in quarantine because mm-hmm. let's face it that was a little rough, yeah. rough. a lot a lot rough <laughs> you know I mean I think it was rough really rough for me in the beginning I was really not dealing well Christy now she was my therapist <laughs> freaking out but then after a while I was like yeah I, I could be a mountain man I'm, I'm good <laughs> I could do everything by phone and never see anyone again right. keep growing my beard as long as there's cell reception yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> So, but yeah, it's, um, it's been a, it's, I think we've seen the, um, we've seen the evolution of quarantine mm-hmm. from what, from people talking about the Tiger King mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, all the jokes and the memes, and then it gets serious and then everyone's baking and cooking and, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And you like, did follow that. It's yeah. weird. So anyway, um, we had a lot of, uh, interesting, uh, experiences and some of them were not so great and then we also uh, sadly we, we have known people that have lost loved ones mm-hmm, to COVID and then we know a lot of people that have lost jobs yes. um, so it's it's been a very challenging and sombering time but there's also been some mm-hmm. joy there has. so we're going to talk about the joy because 
gosh darn it, we need some joy. <laughs> so, um, anybody got a, a special story they want to share? I've got some, we had a lot of really great, um, feedback from Facebook. So I'll read some of those, but if you guys want to start your, share some of your stories, that'd be great. Sure. There was, um, you know, I was, whenever you first sent that out, kind of like, you know, this is what we're going to talk about. I've started thinking about how many times in your life do you experience true joy? I mean, there's happiness mm-hmm. and there's, you know, gratefulness and things like that, but true joy. And I'm thinking back, I can remember like at Christmas, you know, if you get a new bike or you get, you know, something like that is like something that you wanted, but you weren't sure you're going to get it. So, you know, I'm trying to think of some things like that whenever you really, you know, if, if a birth of a child or, you know, whenever you, do you guys ever watch Love Actually, mm-hmm. that show? Yes. You know, at the end of the show, whenever people are coming off the plane and they're connecting yes. with their people, I cry every time because mm-hmm. that's pure joy. I mean, they're so happy to see each other and things like that. So um, I recently had an, an experience that was so it was joyful for me. So my parents turned 85 and 90, and we were going to have a joint birthday party for them. And, of course, with COVID, that got canceled immediately. So um, my daughter-in-law that lives in Dallas said, I think we should Zoom grand and granddaddy with at least all the grandkids and everybody. So I went to my mom and dad's house with my laptop and turned it on and just seeing their faces as they saw all my kids and grandkids oh. coming on, you know, and my dad's 90 and then he's like crying because he was just so, I know parents. that, that was joy for me. That was the most recent experience. They are Christy's biggest fan. Yes, they are. Uh, like, I thank God for them. Uh, maybe. My mother is fangirl on our page like all day long. I love it. You know, maybe we should have our moms call in one day. Oh, oh, that would be funny. And would, uh, I could just say, what are we doing? Huh? Oh, mom, Sorry, Mom. Don't listen to this one. <laughs> my mom would take over and like, Christy is the best at oh, everything. Oh, she oh, could probably cure COVID. Maybe our moms would be like, no, my daughter is the best. Now, we'll get into a battle. And we're like, oh, this is getting good. I'm like, no, oh, we, we need they to have like Chris- us. They really like us. We need to have Christy's mom call in. <laughs> would, I think that would be amazing. That actually. would be funny. So was- how about you? Oh, man, my my creativity has just been crazy through the whole thing. And, yeah. and it's really been a great distraction because I'm really not a homebody. I've said that before. Same. Um, it, it's helped me use that energy, uh, put it to something positive. So like, I'm, I'm currently designing noodle boards. It's a cover that goes over your stove, and it gives you – it's also called a noodle board. It gives you more counter space. Okay. And so it cu- it just sits on top of your stove, and you can put stuff on, you know, especially for like in an apartment where you don't have a lot of counter space. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's it, they're really cool. Okay, so, so I need to know more about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's really neat. Um, I yeah. So I'm I'm woodworking. I, I'm doing it all from start to finish. So and also you have um, chickens. I do. I got She chickens. almost had me convinced to almost got chick, <laughs> baby chicks in the middle of the night. I'm That's like, so what funny. am I doing right now? What I almost forgot about my chickens that I got during quarantine. Yes, I, it was an impulse buy. But um, I, it's not an impulse buy if it's self-care, right? So. Agreed. Hey, it's <laughs> not like you can't use the eggs. Yes. I mean, a little part of me was like, hey, if things get bad, at least my family has some some source of food. No. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm lucky enough to have some acreage where I could eat. I just set up a pen for them and they're happy and, mm-hmm. and funny. And yes, and they're, they're great chickens, to be honest. They're great chickens. Have you named them all? I have. So they, they have a very unique name. I mean, a very unique sound. And maybe I, I have them recorded. Maybe I'll put it in this episode. 
So their names are Cardi B. And <laughs> it has a, you know that little sound? You know, okay. yeah. 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 That's yeah. what they do. It's they hilarious. Do if you have a chance, yes. you should post your chickens on uh, social media on the Recording Library okay. page. I will. Page because so it's hilarious. See. It does sound they exactly do it. like her. Yeah. Yes. It's, okay, so I'm walking in and I'm like, hey, ladies. And I'm like, oh, and they're like, oh, Oh, you got the sound. They do that. You do. It's very TikTok-worthy, yeah. I have to say. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so, um, you know, Cardi B's husband is Offset. Mm-hmm. So Cardi B and Off Peck. That's <laughs> Isn't that funny? They're both female. Yeah. But they're <laughs> who, am I, who am I to judge, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yes, creativity, art, and chickens for me. That's a lot of excellence right yeah. there. Yes. <laughs> so I think for me, um, of course, I've had a lot of uh, neat things with – I've really – I really did quarantine a lot, and I didn't see, get to see my, my parents, like, really, really until Mother's Day, so it was very special. And then I've got neat stories. My family, my girls, and I have little necklaces that we got when we did our Kinderscott fundraiser at centers, and they're little pink hearts. It's really special. Um, but I think the coolest thing that we did is um, I have a friend, and she's she's actually the uh, business development person at the theater, at Miller Community Theater, Audrey. I hope she doesn't mind me mentioning, but she's been on Facebook, so, Shout you know, out. she's already outed herself. <laughs> but she had, um, she had a wedding day that she missed because of COVID. So, um, another friend, we had a couple of other friends, and we got together and put this little wedding. Um, it was... Uh, Valerie Costa and Emily Holiva, and we did this neat little deal where we got her a bouquet and a veil and a cake and uh, flowers, and she thought we were going to go walk. Mm-hmm. And so she walks in, and uh, Valerie's playing music, and she's and we're at the Sibley Center. And so she's like, what's going on? And, and she starts, we hand her everything, and she walks down the aisle. Of course, we're very socially distanced, I promise you. I, I'm like a nut about all of that. And so we walk down, and there's a picture of her fiancé. And it was That's just so cute. goofy and fun. But it was so much fun, and it was really the first time, I think, like for any kind of congregating, and so we kind of all separated and had mm-hmm. cake, and but it was That's special. Good. It's it was just some silly goofiness, but you know, um, I think we'll all always remember stuff well, like thanks. that right mm-hmm. now. I think so too. And of course, I'm gonna say some of the people that uh, wrote in, like Emily Weinberg, our friend who came in from Just for Success, uh, long chats with old friends, and. Uh, Kathleen from Senior Life had so many things. She's just, she's so inspirational, I think. She's just got such a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. She's flowers and rain and sun and four-legged friends and uplifting conversations. And uh, she and I have gotten to be like, we we vent to each other and it's great. And I love that. And uh, Trish Burdett, one of our uh, former board members, she's just like every moment, good and bad learning that we've always been in this together. I think that's really neat. Um, Debbie Godovic, support from friends, helping each other out. Life is slowed down. I mean, isn't that true? Mm-hmm. Like true. We were all so busy mm-hmm. all the time. I think just to get to the podcast half the time, we were like barely yes. making it rolling in, like, mm-hmm. you know, trying not to. Yeah, and, and that reminded me of what Summer Merritt actually said on that episode. She said, after this, it hopefully it's kind of been a reminder um, that work does not determine your amount of success. Exactly. It, it's not all about work. Definitely. Yeah, and I love that that she said. I was like, that's so true. Hopefully we can remember that, hey, relationships are more important, mm-hmm. family's more important, you know, and not so much just the, the nine to five. 
this morning on the Today Show, I don't know if y'all watched it, but um, Hoda was talking about, I guess there's been this study done about whenever they've had people fill out some kind of survey, the number one thing that they thought helped overall with this is not setting your alarm at 7, but setting it at 8. Just that extra hour of sleep before you started your day. I've seen people say, like, one of their comments here is from one of our board members, Letitia Rinke. She said, not having a, an alarm. Yeah. See? I I'm think- like, am I allowed to share that? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I really do. I'm like, well, it's 745 in 15 minutes. I need to be at my work. They're dining room tables. So that's right. I'll, teeth. I'll be right well, there. I mean, I think if, it, if, if that's one of the things that's like overall helped people deal with this, it was a little extra sleep, not having to get kids up and rushed out, then it's a benefit. Now, even if we go back to which I'm assuming the world will go back to the previous 8 to 5, 9 to 5, whatever. I hope we consider some things that we don't just automatically go back because we can. Mm-hmm. So I, I do hope that we um, take it. I don't ever want to get to be so that my schedule is like it was, whether it's extracurricular mm-hmm. or work or just I felt like there's almost a, there was almost a pool that uh, too fill your schedule, don't mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. That it almost, it, it almost, I don't know, it's weird, it's almost like validating or something. Mm-hmm. You don't even realize you're doing that. And right. I'm like, I look at my calendar before, and now I've been writing down things that I need but mm-hmm. to get done, but it's so different. Right. It means so different. Now I'm like, bake banana bread and make <laughs> right. this new recipe or whatever. Call my friend. Yeah, c- continue yeah. to leave space for that creativity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And just, I mean, I... I really thought, oh my gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna die through this because I'm so used to being I'm a pretty social person, mm-hmm. and I've really embraced it. Mm-hmm. I mean, more than I thought I would. I really loved it. I really loved the, um, just and it's some of it's getting to know, getting close to the kids, but some of it's just me by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not a good by myself person. I don't mm-hmm. see that at all. I don't like being alone, but I've kind of found that it's not so bad. Yeah. I'm, you know. I could I could be alone in the wilderness. Well, it's not a statement of anything when you're alone. You know, that's I mean that's always been my belief, but some people b- believe it's like, oh, you don't have friends or you're not um you're not being as active as you should, you're not being creative. Sometimes just being alone and being still is good for your soul and good yeah, for your mind. Yeah, I agree with that, but for me it's more of I'm not really good with just sitting with my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, probably yeah. for a whole other episode, but I just, <laughs> you know, I'm busy, I'm that's always I'm always moving. Yes. So, just being able to have moments where I'm forced to be still, mm-hmm. yeah. I think have been really really good for me. So, yeah. I, I'm kind of the same way. I I've never been one to meditate or anything like that. I, I just can't, my mind can't shut off. But I did practice a grounding exercise during quarantine. Um, one day I, I went outside, it was very early in the morning, like 2 or 3 a.m., and the moon was just gorgeous. It was so bright. I, I thought the lights were on outside. I thought I had my porch light on, but no, it was just the moon and it was gorgeous. And I remembered our grounding techniques and I just went out and I took my shoes off and I found some dirt and I just, it toes. soaked up the sun, the moon. That's what I did. I just soaked up the moon. I love that. I've totally done that too. Of like during this time, I have taken that exercise and I, cause I have it all written down how to do it and I've, mm-hmm. I've practiced it. Um, I think it's, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been doing a lot of yoga at home, which I absolutely love. I don't have to get ready to go anywhere. Yeah. I can just look mm-hmm. like disgusting <laughs> and no one cares mm-hmm. and they can barely see me. So it's fine. Um, so Donna Bruno says flowers, plants, bluebirds. Have y'all seen a lot of bluebirds? Yes. Like they're everywhere. Yes. And I love it. It's almost, mm-hmm. it feels like hope, you know, 
um, Dustin Fawcett, our board member, watching my sweet little girl grow up. Yeah. Which is great. He's I got a that. baby. Um, Kathy Hagler and <laughs> Good News by John Krasinski. <laughs> I love oh my that. gosh. Yes. You know what we're talking no, about? No, such good like, news. He's or, like, yeah. yeah. He's like the guy from the office and it, it's, it's fantastic. Somebody I didn't so know good. either. And then I was like, this is great. Where yes. has this been all my life? What, just, he has a show? Or? Yes. Oh, okay. It's just like a little, um, zoom. Yeah. And, oh. and it's, I think, uh, somebody painted or maybe his kids made like a little crayon thing that says SGN behind him and he'll interview people. You've got to watch Aww. it. It is, awesome. it's pretty amazing. Yeah. And That's he's lovely. super cute. Yes, he's so cute. Um, Angie Morris, our previous therapist, says family walks, bike rides. And I have to say our current therapist, Marsha uh, Norton, she says uh, working from home using telehealth, which I'm happy that they're embracing it. Mm-hmm. They I mean, are. And some mm-hmm. of our, our clients are embracing it. It's actually really great. Um, it's good. So face to face is good, but mm-hmm. it's kind of a cool integration that I think we'll we'll use moving mm-hmm. forward on mm-hmm. certain levels. Um, I mean, we're going to learn uh, that not just us at Centers, not just you guys, but you can function. Right. A lot of us are able to function, so sure. we're going to learn mm-hmm. how to bring that versatility yeah, into this new space. If mm-hmm. not, if not more now, um, do you guys think that you might have a surge in clients who might be more willing to do teleconferencing after being exposed to it during quarantine? Well, I mean, right now, whenever we're kind of just polling our therapists, I think there's about 50-50. Okay. There are some people who feel like they're therapist office is the safe place and if they can come in and they can let their guard down they don't have to worry about it if anybody's overhearing them and other people are more open about it and they're just like oh if somebody overhears me i don't care if they know i'm going to therapy or mm-hmm. that i'm struggling with something right now mm-hmm. so i and melanie and i've talked about this so we don't know drilling we really can't say it's like the younger generation because three of our top um numbers therapists see people like 50 and up and they're loving it. So, I mean, I don't know. We're all kind of all over the place. It's but. weird because it's not what we anticipated. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. but I do think it is an opportunity to say, instead of missing a session, maybe mm-hmm. I can't make Oh, absolutely. It. I can do yes. a whole oh, session. Yes. Yeah. It's, or, right. you know, people that are far away, now we know that this is an avenue we can look at, or people that, mm-hmm. uh, well, we're looking at a, a collaboration with Senior Life. Some mm-hmm. of our uh, seniors are not able to get anywhere and transportation's an issue. So it has opened up the world mm-hmm. of mental health across, I mean, prob- I'm sure across the world. Mm-hmm. I would say across the nation, but yeah. I'm sure it's it's everywhere. And um, that's always a good thing because that's happened with um, with doctors and telehealth. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just kind of a, a new way of doing things and I know uh, you've had volunteers that are still reading. I mean, I've right. been able to read now, which is great. Yeah. I don't have to go exactly. anywhere. And, do and hopefully more volunteers will, will want to join in our in you know, join us because we're gonna try to open that door to being able to record more at home. So I mean it's that, so that, easy that and just I completely excites me. Yeah. Like I, I am so excited about that because that means maybe twice the amount of books or materials that we can have recorded for clients, like I can do that for you too. It's I amazing, love it, actually. It's mm-hmm. great. One one thing I think, um, just an example of the, what the teletherapy has opened up for us. We have um, a couple that are great friends of centers. They've supported our events. They've used our services, whatever. Um, and 
the uh, wife reached out and said, you know, we have a family member that lives in Houston, and she's tried several therapists, and they're just not a good fit. Can, since you guys are doing that, can you see her? So I said, absolutely. This is not, you don't roll teletherapy out and then roll it back up and say, oh, that was nice. Right. Anyway, so she's had a couple sessions, and it's a, a great fit. And, you know, so, you know, they're going to be going out saying sinners because sinners did this. My family member was able to get help that she was not comfortable getting somewhere else. So I think it's, that's you know, beautiful. It's one of those great I, things. I mean, I, I have big dreams and I want to be just as big as audible, mm-hmm. but free. Mm-hmm. So I would love go. to have people all over the United States Let's recording for yeah. free for the visually impaired. Like that, that would be a dream of mine. There you go. I think it's a treat. And I actually, I read for the, Big, I, I read the Big Ben Sentinel mm-hmm. reporting library, and I'm like ready to move to Marfa now. So. That's where that's come from. That's she exactly keeps saying, "Can we open an office in Marfa?" And I'm like, Marfa. "Sure, let's I'll... let's go visit Marfa." It's I love, now I know why. I love that whole area. It's, I mean, I love their all of it. It's just great art community. It's it's really been cool. Okay, so uh, Geraldine Cloud spending quality time with kids, Elder Wright. Trusting in God for his provision, knowing my faith is secure. I know that's a, mm-hmm. an important thing that we've, you know, we need to connect with our spiritual selves mm-hmm. right now. Um, Jennifer Evans, cooking and baking with kids. Who's not doing that? Right. I mean, if you're not cooking and baking right now, who are you even? <laughs> I mean, are you even in quarantine? There's the next one. Paul uh, St. Hilaire, cooking, cooking, cooking. Uh-huh. Uh, Kristen Yaden getting back to basics. I mean, I think a lot of it is all um, the same thing. I I've have a bunch because I posted this online. I have a friend who's like the ability to slow down, quality time with kids. It's my friend Mandy. Um, I have a friend. Uh, her name's Rosanya McClellan. She's a PR agency in Lubbock, and she's like home with her son, sent me all these pictures of all these cool art projects, kind of made me feel like a loser. I'm like, I'm not doing any of that, but, you know. Um, we're not doing art projects. My Holland will joke with me, my 13-year-old. She's like, I'm like, Holland, come and hang out with me. And she's like, really, Mom? That's what we do, like, 24 hours a day. So that's not new. I'm I don't like, want to do that. Okay. Um, yeah, Mary Baker posted something about... Uh, what is what is the work time? It used to be nine to five. It's eight to five. Is it productive? Sleep, alarms, oh, all yeah, that stuff. There you, you know, go. just interesting. She's along the same lines. Yeah, Leslie Short with uh, our partner in Channel Two. She's like uh, sharing the love of the Go Go's with with her little girl. I love that. Oh, <laughs> that's that's that. We got the beat. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, and I've, I've enjoyed Mary's posts because, of course, yes. her husband is our board, board president. president. Yes, she's good. Their posts have been very fun. Uh-huh. Um, but um, Tracy Ryder is just uh, being home. Life feels so much richer, which I love that. Mm-hmm. And then our friend Daniel Eck at the museum, he was saying, uh, you know, just thinking about how we might improve our communities in the world. Um I love that mm-hmm. because that's what we are all about. Mm-hmm. And as nonprofits, we are, that's our little job to make sure everybody's doing okay and check in on mm-hmm. human beings. And yeah, so I think my, my question would be previous to COVID, would those things that they listed, would those just be things that they say, oh, these are things I enjoy? Or would they really so, say these are joyous right. So moments? it's like when you get that weird question in different uh, spaces where someone will say, what are your top most important things in life? And what does everyone say? God, family, work. Mm-hmm. 
and then it, it just seems like that's what you're supposed it's to not say. real. Right. But now I feel like everything is so real mm-hmm. because we can't do all the things. I mean, I know because all the things are gone. Yeah, I mean, you mm-hmm. should see my nails right now. Yeah, I mean, stuff yeah. like that. And I don't even care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All this, you know, what, we're, we're starting to fall apart and our real selves are coming out. And, and the thing is, like, everyone's falling apart, yes. right? It's not just it's not just you. Oh, yeah. Everyone, we're in it together. It's it's a collective effort of, hey, this is what we really look like, everybody. And, yes. it's, and it's okay. You we know, look pretty good. I kind of, I kind of love it. And yeah. I hope I don't want to ever go back to the point that I wanted to be so constantly on top of that mm-hmm. for one my bank account really appreciates it mm-hmm. i mean but it's all the stuff that i think we've had a chance to step back and look at and realize how important human relationships are but also Great. there's the mental health part of it yeah mm-hmm. so um, what are some things we can do christy moving forward coming back into a little bit of normalcy a new normal what what are some things we can do to make sure our mental health stays healthy well, I, I think, once again, if you've taken it out and looked at it through all of this, which I'm going to hope most people have, is that you have been able to prior, prioritize where it fits into your life. Mm-hmm. So whether you have, you know, a little something that you would like to talk to somebody about or whether you've recognized all of this brought back things that I have stuffed that you are going to reach out for some help. Because at centers, it's not you don't have to have a serious mental illness to walk through our doors. We help with, you know, I would guess 70 to 75 percent of the people we help are just having adjustment things uh, that are going yes. on. Yes, I think about this all the time, and I never would have thought about it. But just um, I have seen Christy walk people through. It's time to take the keys from mom or dad mm-hmm. what a difficult conversation right or i we you know anything from we've got to talk to our kids about a divorce mm-hmm. we've got to talk to them about a death mm-hmm. or i need to handle something with a coworker or an employee basic life coaching Always. type thing mm-hmm. yeah. how do we coach you through some mm-hmm. of these difficulties and why not have someone help you through that? I yeah. mean, every other aspect in life, you're going to be looking for instructions or directions. Sure. And Life is full of difficult decisions, and you don't have to do it alone. No, you've got to tap into your resources. And, you know, some of the families that are living here now, they're away from their support systems and, you know, maybe their faith system or whatever, and they've moved to Midland for a job, and maybe that job is in jeopardy now. And they don't, you know, this is kind of like, what do you do? Or if their kids were struggling because they didn't, weren't able to make friends, at school, you know, because they were new, and then now they're stuck at home. And mm-hmm. so th- there's a time, and you know, that you can reach out for help, and we can help build those skills. You know, and how do you become a friend? You know, how do you how do you convince somebody to be your friend? You know, we always talk about proximity. If you're if you have a neighbor that there's a, a child, that is a built-in friend. When you're back in school, if you sit by the same person every day, start a conversation with that person. Then pretty soon that's your friend, and then that. That person's friends are your friends. Right. So, you know, but sometimes they don't know what to do or if they're terribly shy. So these are just some of the things that we can help with. And it's so specific because they can break it down on to such a very basic level so that kids can know exactly what, what they to, need to mm-hmm. do. It's, it's really uh, so so much more than what we think it is. And that's part of our Mental Health Awareness Month mm-hmm. time right now is just to get people to understand we all have mental health like we have physical health. And mental health actually connects to everything because it's a part of our circumstances, any difficult situations. Obviously, we're all 
very aware of our mental health. Mm-hmm. We have an article that's like, if May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we have never been more aware mm-hmm. of our mental <laughs> health, right? <laughs> right? Because right. it's true. Right. We're all going, oh my gosh, what do we do? We're isolated. We're in this mm-hmm. uh, weird world. How do we not be connected and mm-hmm. stay connected? And so it's been, I feel like it's really been a, a, a little bit of a social experiment, but also Agreed. an opportunity for us to go, there is no stigma. We mm-hmm. all have mental health. We all have well, uh, emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. Let's just embrace it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. One of, the, one of my clients, said, um, he's 18 years old, and he said he felt like the needle skipped across his album. You know, whenever you're, you're listening to your vinyls, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, and he said, I keep trying to put it back in the groove and just start over. And he said, maybe the lesson is that we're not supposed to just fit it back in the groove. We're supposed to be figuring out a different way to hear our music or whatever, which I thought was yeah. profound because, yeah, it really is. you know, he's just like, I don't want to just go back to that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that just, that just was a, a cool idea. That's very poetic compared uh-huh. to the sports bra and the, you know, but that, that to but me makes sense. The sports bra makes sense to me too. But I mean, one of the things that we want to make sure that you look for is, you know, gratitude and having gratefulness in your everyday life. So, you know, you can recl- what do we always say? What are three things you're thankful for? You know, when and sometimes we wait until we're sitting at the Thanksgiving table and we go around. Everybody tell you, everybody, you know, what you're thankful for. Or you do a gratitude jar. You try to put something in. But it's like really when you lay your head down at night, maybe you say, what are three things I'm thankful for today? You know. Or be, or be very specific. Mm-hmm. Now we're being specific. Because mm-hmm. we're like, you know, we can talk about these moments. And I know for me, all I have some have had so many meaningful conversations with pretty much everybody Uh I come in contact with, whether it's a professional conversation or or whatever, just because everyone is just going, can you believe this is happening right now? It's a deeper level. Yeah. So you can share stories that you maybe wouldn't share otherwise. And I think we need to hold on to that. Mm -hmm. I agree. And the next thing would be, you know, to call to say thank you to someone in your life. One of the things I appreciate about Melanie is she knows how to stay in touch with her, her people. And she picks up the phone, she writes notes, she send, sends emails or whatever. So staying connected, because I, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, everybody's fine because I saw that they were on Facebook and it looked like they were fine. And Melanie, that's one of the things that she has taught me how to stay connected to the people that you care about. That's because I'm a single girl. I'm not married. <laughs> that's, <laughs> trust me, I kinda, sometimes want to be talking to my friends. <laughs> so, and then, uh, like, writing personal thank you notes. I have, I love to get letters or thank you notes. So I think some, you know, like somebody that helped you get through a tough time during this or somebody that shared their banana bread with you mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. Write, a, write a thank you note. Yeah, and we can always record thank you notes to give yes. to. Yeah, that's something that we do. That's um, great. During Christmas time, like mm-hmm. Christmas greetings, mm-hmm. is we have people come in and record greetings to give to those with an impairment. Yeah, so we can mm-hmm. definitely do thank you notes. If you want to send someone a thank you note who can't read the printed word, we we will record it for them and send it love that. Yeah, yeah, too. That's great. You know, and then, then we talk, you know, we started this off trying to talk about moments of joy, you know, and looking for them, recognize them, living in them, you know, and, and really experiencing that instead of saying that you're busy. So, um, you know, Melody, you want to talk about a few ideas or a few things that... Um, I just think, you know, really paying attention to the moment that you're in, like mm-hmm. when you're listening to music or you have music in the background, really absorb that music and mm-hmm. sing. I mean, one thing that I like have liked to do is get in the car and drive with uh, Holland is my little singer and she's got a beautiful voice. So I love it. So we are like blasting ABBA and <laughs> driving down with the 
you know, the windows and, and the sunroof up, and we're just mm-hmm. crazy people, and we don't care. I'm sorry for saying that, but, mm-hmm. you know, that's what it is. It's just it's just so um, embracing that moment, feeling the sun on your skin, walking mm-hmm. outside and just feeling and just seeing, you know, embracing the nature. Um, I say enjoy the taste of warm banana bread. I'm probably saying that a lot because I actually baked banana bread and I'm not a baker. And so I'm proud that it was actually kind of delicious. Yes. Candles, essential oils, Mm -hmm. just absorb the smells and just kind of, you know, we we have been busy people and we don't pay attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. We don't pay attention to our senses. So it's it's a grounding exercise, Mm -hmm. right? I agree. I I was always one of the ones that poo-pooed essential oils. I'm like, whatever. Well, I don't think they can cure Corona. No, I do. Think, but they can bring you some relaxation. Good. And if you good. have yes. a chance, I'm, we are not sponsored by the Woodhouse Bob. But no. Gosh, Christine, <laughs> yeah. I love that place. We and do. You can get the scent, and yes. it's amazing. Yes, it is. Bring that home. Oh, yeah. Love it. I've always it, loved candles, but I've just never thought about essential oils. I always yeah. thought, you know, that's for hippies. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It smells good, and it's so you don't nice. have to worry about it burning your house down. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other thing is, like, we need to be kinder to ourselves. You know, it's like, don't beat yourself up about feeling the struggle. You know, and we're all feeling the struggle. And sometimes when I talk to Melanie, I'll say, I had two good days. Today, I just cannot get my feet under me, or I've been, I've cried at every commercial that's come on. You know, so it, it's, it's okay that you feel that. This is a unique time, and it's a scary time, and so your emotions are kind of out there. So don't stuff them. Just let them out. And if, you know, if people are worried about you, just say, this is for today. Tomorrow I'm going to be back, you know, if you can. Um, just remember, not everyone is living their best life right now. It's okay to do what you can, and that's, that goes with what we've done. We've all tried to give ourselves and each other, you know, just grace. Can you do that? If you can't do it, let's try it again tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody wants you to push through to the point where it could be a danger. Yeah, I think there's a pressure. There's there's been some pressure to you know do everything you can right now, and mm-hmm. you know you can't. Sometimes you can't. Mm-hmm. Some days you can't, and and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, you know, it's okay to feel the tough emotions. You know, once again, like you know the depression, or like the, are things ever going to be better? Is my life ever going to be back to normal? Or oh my gosh, I have the job that I can't. You know because of restrictions can't go back. It's okay to be afraid. Feel all of those and name all of those. And then, you know, still at the end of end of that, you know, try to say, you know, t- tomorrow's another day. I'm going to get up and, and hit this again tomorrow. So, you know, if you find yourself giving in, if you find yourself pulling the cover over your head, not getting up, it's time to make a phone call. You know, if you're not able to do any of the things that you need to be doing. Um, remember, we're all human. We're all having a hard time. There's nobody that I think has risen above is like, yeah, I love COVID. I want it to stay around. I am happy with this because, you know, whatever it might be. It's it's all a hard time. Um, just remember, it's a great time to be human, to be alive. Um, embrace our imperfections and our flaws because we all have them. And recognize that mental health is something we all have mm-hmm. and we need to check in on this absolutely that's perfect I, and i i just want to say a thank you to you guys too especially you christy for i know that you're very busy as executive director of centers and also a therapist so thank you for always dedicating your time to do this I love yeah. this. this dedicating is... it to uh helping our community yeah. and everyone can try can come and check into our podcast and mm-hmm. get a little bit of a little bit of taste of therapy and then come on over to centers and get the real thing. Yep. Absolutely. I, I love doing this, and I think this is the thing that recharges me because I get to talk about the things that I love. So I appreciate you oh, guys. We love it. Yes. Well, 
Love you, ladies. Cheers again and cheers. cheers another year. Center Solutions is a production of the Recording Library of West Texas. Post-production work is done by Bailey Hennis. Content is provided by Melanie Size and Christy Edwards. Contact Centers for Children and Families at 432-570-1084 or the Recording Library 432-682-2731. Email Melanie with questions you want answered on the show at msize at centerstexas.org. That's M-S-A-I-Z at C-E-N-T-E-R-S-T-X dot O-R-G. Both nonprofits are on all social media platforms. See you next time.